And thank you for joining us for a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, there's a little less optimism about the ag economy going into 2024 than heading into 2023. Chad Hart is an economist and professor at Iowa State University who says the outlook for the year isn't entirely gloomy. He says it may be a case of things returning to normal. The idea is I'm going to describe it as we're returning back to normal. When you think back at 2020, 2021, 2022, what we had were some very strong years for the farm economy. And the idea is we couldn't expect that to continue. We've seen our prices decline. We're seeing things tighten up as far as profit margins are concerned. But for most commodities, I would argue we're around break even, which I would argue is around normal. He says the ag sector does have its challenges. Now we've got our definite weak spots. Dairy has struggled hard in 2023. Pork has struggled as well significantly. But when you're looking at some of our crops like corn and soybeans, I'm going to argue, no, they're settling back in towards prices equal production cost, which is the normal state of affairs. High input costs have squeezed margins in the last few years. Hart says it's a different situation than what was considered normal before 2020. No, I'm going to argue margins are, but here's the difference. When you think about it, what we are used to, say you go back 5, 10 years ago, yes, we would have been talking lower prices and lower costs. Now we're talking higher prices and higher costs. So prices don't have to fall back to where they were to create problems for us. Think of it as the profits we've gathered over the past few years, we've reinvested that back in agriculture. By that reinvestment, we have driven those input costs up to match the prices we have today. Again, that is Chad Hart, professor and economist at Iowa State University. Well, USDA is hosting more than a dozen in-person and virtual workshops this winter for producers to learn about new and expanded livestock risk management products. The Livestock Roadshow, hosted by USDA's Risk Management Agency, will highlight policy improvements based on feedback from America's livestock producers as part of the agency's broader outreach and education efforts. Improvements to livestock insurance options have led to tremendous growth. For example, livestock risk protection grew by 250% in two years with about 27 million head of cattle insured in 2023. RMA Administrator Marsha Bunger says listening to farmers and ranchers learning about their needs and using feedback to make improvements to risk management options is a top priority for the risk management agency. You can learn more about the Livestock Roadshow online at rma.usda.gov. Well, for many Americans, Social Security is a lifeline. Without it, paying monthly bills would be impossible. That's why it's important to understand what future political leaders think about Social Security, according to AARP Oklahoma State Director Sean Voskuhl. You pay into Social Security, so it's only fair for you to get the money you've earned. Older Americans are concerned about how the nation's debt will affect their children and grandchildren's future. But cutting Social Security and Medicare is not the answer. Well, Social Security is a standalone program funded by hardworking Americans' payroll taxes and their employers' contributions. Social Security is a self-funded, pay-as-you-go system financed directly by payroll tax contributions from American workers and their employers. By interest on U.S. Treasury bonds purchased by the Social Security trust funds and by the taxation of some Social Security benefits. Now, older Americans of all political stripes understand that Social Security and Medicare are essential to their retirement and health security. Some in Congress have proposed special commissions to look at the deficit, and they want to include Social Security in those discussions. Social Security is not a driver of the nation's debt, so it shouldn't be cut to pay the deficit off. Any debate about the future of Social Security should be done out in the open with full public input and debate. 
You can learn more every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Central Time on RFD TV or online at aarp.org forward slash aarp live. Well, if you have little kids, grandkids, or little ones in your life in general, then you may want to order a brand new children's book that helps teach kids about the importance of farming and agriculture. The book is called The Young American Farmer, and it's written and illustrated by Courtney Audie, an ag education major at Purdue University. At the end of the day, agriculture has left such a big impact on me, and I feel like I tend to take it for granted sometimes. And so I really want to sit down and look at it through this lens of childlike joy, or how would a child look at agriculture if they'd never seen it before? And so then I really started to dissect it, and I actually got a puppy a couple weeks ago, and her name is Millie. And so she kind of kick-started the whole idea of the character, where I was like, if Millie was a kid, what would I tell her about agriculture, which is quite a funny connection there. She says the main lesson of the book is that agriculture provides us with so much more than just the food we eat. Agriculture is more than the corn and the soybean fields I grew up with and like the pigs and the cows. It's the cotton fields in the southern half of the United States. It's the grapevines. It's the apple orchards. And so I really wanted to capitalize on all of agriculture. Um, so that way it can kind of bring about those deeper conversations with children. So then we can talk about how everything we use comes from agriculture. Like I wouldn't be sitting in the Purdue University Union if it wasn't for agriculture because of the wood. And so I think it brings recognition to all of these different areas of agriculture. And Audie says the money raised from book sales is going to a program to help further ag education in our schools. All the profits from this book are going to go into this program to help create small urban farms for urban schools. Um, so think vertical gardens, smaller things like that. So that way these students can actively see, even if I'm not on a 100-acre farm, I can still be involved in agriculture. I can still grow my own food. And my hope is that the money from this going and supporting these programs not only better prepares Purdue students, but also allows these um, urban students to see agriculture and see it in a different light. You can order The Young American Farmer by Courtney Audie at Amazon.com. Well, last week, USDA announced that agricultural producers can now enroll in the Farm Service Agency's Agriculture Risk Coverage and Price Loss Coverage programs for the 2024 crop year. Producers can enroll and make election changes for the 2024 crop year from now until March 15th of 2024. Back on November 16th, President Biden signed into law H.R. 6363, the Further Continuing Appropriations and Other Extensions Act of 2024, which extended the Agriculture Improvement Act of 2018, more commonly known as the 2018 Farm Bill, through September 30th of 2024. This extension allows authorized programs, including ARC and PLC, to continue operating. FSA Administrator Zach Ducheneau says, quote, having the Farm Bill extension in place means business as usual for ARC and PLC implementation for the 2024 crop year. Nothing has changed from previous years. These programs provide critical financial protections against commodity market volatilities for many American farmers, so don't delay enrollment. Avoid the rush and contact your local FSA office for an appointment because even if you are not changing your program election for 2024, you still need to sign a contract to enroll. Now, producers can elect coverage and enroll in ARC County or PLC, which provide crop-by-crop crop protection, or ARC Individual, which protects the entire farm. Although election changes for 2024 are optional, producers must enroll through a signed contract each year. Also, if a producer has a multi-year contract on the farm, it will continue for 2024 unless an election change is made. Now, producers do not submit their election revision by March 15th. Their election remains the same as their 2023 election for commodities on the farm. Farm owners cannot enroll in either program unless they have a share interest in the cropland. You can learn more by contacting your local FSA office. 
This has been American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.